Hey, this is the Teachers and Tattoos podcast, Teachers and Tattoos. My name's Marcus, and this is part two of my series on how to prepare for the teaching interview. Now, just like in part one, I've got five questions for you today, so let's go ahead and get started. With question number six, describe your strengths and weaknesses as a teacher. Now, answers are going to vary, and it's going to depend on your level of experience in this teaching profession. But if there are two pieces of advice I can give, that would be number one, be prepared and organized for this question. And number two, be honest when answering this question. So let's look at number one. When I say be prepared, I mean that you have taken time to think about what your strengths and weaknesses are and not just the day of the interview. I would suggest a few days before the interview, sitting down and really thinking about what kind of a candidate you are. What are your strengths and weaknesses as a teacher? And then take the next step and organize those thoughts by writing them down. Maybe just write a list, maybe create a chart, but you need to write your strengths and weaknesses down so that you can visualize them and you are not stumped. You will not stumble if this question is asked of you. So be organized and be prepared. Number two, be honest. Obviously you wanna be honest with the interview panel, your potential employers, but be honest with yourself as a candidate. Do not exaggerate your strengths and don't minimize your weaknesses because it is okay to have weaknesses as long as you are willing to work on them. And that might be something else to consider when preparing for a question like this. What are you willing to do to address your weaknesses? So strengths and weaknesses, be prepared, be organized, and be honest. So question number seven, how do you deal with classroom discipline? This might be a general question that is asked in the interview, or you could be presented with a scenario or an example that you need to work out. Be prepared for both. But keep in mind that kicking a kid out of class is not a best practice. It's not really acceptable just to send the student to the office by themselves without any paperwork. So keep that in mind. Classroom discipline is really gonna come down to what your plan is and how do you communicate that plan. So first you need to have a plan. Are there warnings involved? At what point does a student get a warning? At what point in escalation of the problem do you call home or do you hold a student after class? At what point do you involve administration or writing detentions or referrals? Is there a point in your discipline plan where security needs to come remove the student from class? So these are all things to consider when creating a plan of discipline for your classroom. Also, communicating that plan. This is something that needs to be done regularly, not just at the beginning of the year. And so that creates the standards for the classroom. It needs to be communicated to the students and the parents as well. You could send it out in a class syllabus. You could send it out um, through email, on your class webpage, whatever it is, your discipline plan needs to be communicated. And really what it boils down to is preventative action, right? You're trying to stop problems from happening before they happen. And that goes back to creating that effective classroom environment and that positive culture that we talked about in part one of this series. So review what you do to create an effective classroom environment and those are things that also cut down on discipline problems when the students know what is expected of them when they know the behaviors that are expected of them that will improve the discipline in your classroom now 
if there are students that just cannot get along and there's a possibility of a physical confrontation, the best thing you best thing you can do inside the classroom would be to separate them, use your seating chart, sit them away from each other, and then monitor the situation. Proximity is a big thing in teaching. You can't just be sitting at your desk. You need to be up and moving around. That will help you monitor students' work, answer any questions, and also monitor discipline issues in your class. So um, these are good ways to handle classroom discipline. Just make sure you have a plan and a way to communicate that plan. And that kind of leads into question eight, how will you communicate to parents? Okay, parent involvement, having the parents as the partners in education is very critical to the success of a student. So having a plan on how you're going to communicate and follow up on those communications with parents is something you should really consider. Now, that could involve emails, phone calls, keeping updates on your class webpage. Do you use a program on your computer or your phone to send out classroom updates. These are all things to consider when communicating with parents. Will previous experience help? Do you have communication experience? Do you have public relation experience? If you have teaching experience, that's going to help in this interview. So consider things that you've done before that have worked communicating with people and how you were able to follow up. Now, is there a program that the district uses that the the school uses to keep grades updated, to send out emails to all parents, to send out phone calls, okay? These are all effective ways of communicating with parents. So you wanna make sure that you have a way to not only communicate, but follow up on those communications because you want to keep the parents involved. Another thing to think about, are you bilingual? Do you speak multiple languages? That will help with parent communication. Moving on to question number nine, how will you incorporate technology in the classroom? And when I think of this question, I think of two things. One, what the teacher does with the technology, and two, what the student does with the technology. Now as a teacher, there are several things you can do with technology. You can create PowerPoints with audio and visual clips. You can listen to selections on CD or media through your computer. You can have a class website. You can do classroom assignments online. Research can be done online. Okay, do they have review games that you will play that use technology? Will you use apps on your phone or through email to remind students of updates in the classroom? So there's several ways that a teacher uses technology. The other part is what will you expect the students to do with technology? Will there be homework assignments where they need technology? Will there be projects or group assessments where they will need to produce a product using technology? So in this day and age, there are several things you can do. I'm sure people out here listening uh, actually have more ideas on technology than me, but you need to consider how you're going to bring your classroom uh, into the 21st century. And the last question today, question number 10, right? It could be a variation. Why should we choose you as a candidate or why did you as a candidate choose us? And so this is a little bit of a brag question. Why should we choose you? You want to talk about your accomplishments in higher education, trainings that you have, experiences that are going to make you uh, a great teacher. What are you going to do to add to the culture of that school? Are you connected to the community? Why should they choose you to be a part of their school? What do you bring? How are you going to make that school site better? 
And then why did you choose us? Maybe they asked you that. Well, that may go back to some similar answers. You may have a connection. Maybe you grew up there. Maybe you went to school at this site. Okay. Maybe you're a strong member of the community, but what is the connection, right? Why did you choose that school? Is it, is it in an area that you like? Do you like the school district? You need to be honest here. And so there we go. That's the end of my series here, how to prepare for the teacher interview. Now, I should say that this is aimed at secondary school, high school. That is where most of my experience is. But um, I hope you enjoyed listening to the podcast. I'd like to give a shout out to uh, the follower out there, Rich P. Randall. I see you, Rue. If you like the podcast, we're on Podbean and also iTunes. Give us a follow. Thank you.